Welcome to the Daily Creed, where we help you break your limited beliefs that are holding you back from being a personal and professional success. When you master the five character traits of commitment, resilience, excellence, execution, and discipline, you will have the power to dominate your industry and live the life you desire. And now, helping you to grow in every aspect of your life, your host, J.R. Spear. All right, today we have a very special guest. Her name is Sally Gimmon. And in July of 2020, Sally made a smart investment move by purchasing a bank-owned property for $20,000, anticipating an auction price of $50,000 once COVID restrictions were lifted. Aware of the potential capital gains, tax implications, she embarked on a quest to discover how the rich paid so little in taxes. This quest led her to the remarkable world of business and beneficial spendthrift trust. And today we're going to be talking about how to save federal taxes with a spendthrift trust. So Sally, thank you so much for joining us today. I'm excited about this topic, hearing more of what you got to say. And I can definitely tell from our first interaction of how passionate that you are about uh, this topic. And so I would love to ask you a few different questions to kind of kick a start. But one, Tell us more about you and how you got started. I know it talks. I know we just said that it all happened within uh, the the time of COVID when that all took place. But to give us a little bit more background about who you are and how you got started into the you know uh, real estate investment. Thank you, Jr. For having me. My true yeah. story is back July. Um, sorry, in October of 2020, my oldest nephew was getting married in the Charlotte area. My mom and dad drove from Phoenix to Charlotte. Along the way, my mom unfortunately got uh, septic to the blood, blood poisoning. She was on a ventilator for 13 months, in a hospital for 15 months. They stayed in the Charlotte area. I was living in Phoenix, going out to their house three days a week to do their mail. And in December, a very thick envelope, 27 pages thick, was her Medicare statement. Uh, at the time, she was 80 years old. I opened it up. And in big, bold black letters, it said one month in the hospital on a ventilator, it was $172,000. Thank God my dad was retired military. They had TRICARE for life. I I thank you for your service. You said you were in the military too. Um, But I'm standing there in my parents' kitchen. I have student loan debt. I have credit card debt. I have two car payments, my brand new three-week-old car. I went through on a green light on Indian School Road in Phoenix the guy ran a red light, T-boned me. So I had two car payments. I called my friend, Glenn, who was a real estate investor. He says, hey, we're having a Christmas party next Saturday. We're going to be late. They have young kids. They're going to a uh, to Christmas pageant. He goes, just show up and talk to people. I don't know about you, JR, but walking into a party by myself, scariest thing you can do. It was the best decision I ever made. Um, I started, I was working full time and I, I was real, uh, doing real estate on the side and then Fast forward, I got fired because one of my clients moved four miles in Texas across the New Mexico border. She needed to get her uh, her insurance. I was licensed in New Mexico, but because I, I was off the phone campaign, they fired me for that. I'm like, I can't control that. And next day, I wholesaled the house and made $6,000 and never looked back. Wow. So you, uh, you you had some life experiences that kind of forced you into this type of industry. And you said wholesaling. Uh, a property is that what you just said? Correct. Um, in in my real estate group in Phoenix, one of one of my mentors, Jay Tannenbaum, he does uh, what is called uh, bank owned homes, 
and also mm-hmm. notes, non-performing and performing notes, where you become the mortgage on someone's house. They can't get their loan at Bank of America. So I w- I was taking down bank-owned houses and then wholesaling them. You know, they didn't have to go through auction and making a profit. Uh, one house I did, the 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 uh, the contract was eight thousand dollars, and I wholesaled it to somebody. It was a, a four bedroom, one bath house in Ohio. They bought it for twenty thousand, and so I made sixteen thousand dollars spread on it. So I was very familiar with what capital gains looked like, and how much they were. Very cool. So, kind of walk us through a little bit more about this process of uh, you know saving fat for the spendthrift trust, but also the wholesaling Correct. process that that you went through. Correct. So. Uh, Back in July of 2020, uh, the deal of the week in my Phoenix group was the contract for, it was a bank-owned reverse mortgage. Unfortunately, the woman had passed away. The family couldn't afford what was owed on it. I paid $20,000 for it, and they said it was going to go to auction. Um, It was in Rocky Mount, North Carolina, which is Nash County, about an hour east of Raleigh. It was going to go to auction for $50,000. I don't have to, I lift up a hammer. I don't have to do anything. I'm going to make $30,000 spread. Unfortunately, middle of COVID, I had to wait 13 months until August 28th, 2021. And I knew that $50,000 was going to be $7,100 in capital gains. And in my national real estate group, I was just in the office in Phoenix. In my national real estate group, there's a gentleman named Garrett Gunderson who wrote a book called What the Rockefellers Do. My background, competitive intelligence, I scoured the book. I went online, started calling people, talking to people. I found the law firm that has the uh, has the patent on this trust. This trust comes from England way back when King Henry VIII started the Church of England. He went to go tax the lords and ladies. They went even further back in history to the Magna Carta. It's uh, just say he couldn't tax them anymore. It came over from England when we were still a colony. The private law firm I work on behalf has a trust that's turning 350 years old in 2023 while we were still a colony. This trust goes on and on. The Rockefellers, their trust is seven generations old, has almost 400 people under the same EIN number. Each person has their own bank account. They they don't co-mingle, but it goes from generation to generation. It's going to save you uh, federal taxes, keep your information private, and then most importantly, keep you, uh, you won't have to pay any judgments if you get sued. I can't stop you from being sued, but the old adage from Nelson Rockefeller own nothing but control everything. So the trust will own everything. They can't sue the trust. They can only sue the individual. So it's an amazing thing. I have both. I I split in half. I've got the business trust for 1099 income earners. Um, I don't care if you're a real estate agent, you're an affiliate marketer, you're a salesperson. I work with business brokers. They get paid in 1099. Or if uh, the that's the business trust. And then if you're uh, an investor, the beneficial trust is going to save you the following taxes. You won't have to pay short-term capital gains. That's a year or less for 23.8%. Long-term capital gains, uh, either 15 or 20%. Selling a business, that's why I work with business brokers. Um, interest income, dividend income, rental income, and last but not least, royalties. Again, any NFTs, NFT crypto, NFT real estate, NFT artwork, you're going to save those taxes year after year after year. Um, People are saving thousands of dollars. It's legal. It's patented. It's been in front of the U.S. Supreme Court twice. I don't know why people don't know about the Spendthrift Trust, but 
Thank you for having me on the show, JR. This is my goal is to teach as many people as possible to save money. It, it's a, a really nice thing to do. A, a great thing to do, I should say. I, I love saving money. Yeah, so our audience are small business owners, uh, typically listen to this being our business leaders network. And I guess I'm a little bit confused when it comes to the trust, because when I think of a trust, I think it's something that individual people that we want to go set up for ourselves. But you're saying you're going under someone else's trust, like the Rockefellers or whoever, that they're they're kind of like buying into or they're placing their their investments into or what, kind right. of give me a little so bit like- of clarity on that. So I have my own trust, you know, my family trust. I have my two brothers, my sister-in-laws, all my nieces and nephews in the trust. If they decide they want to do something, everyone's um, a W-2, so that can't go through the trust, but they can open their own bank account with the EIN number to our family trust. Um, I named them uh, something my family would only know. But, you know, depending on what you're doing, I have three online businesses uh, that goes through the trust. So one of my businesses, I, I help people uh, conquer doing uh, selling things on TikTok. I sell a course for $49.99, not too expensive, but all that money goes through the business trust. Because I'm uh, with the business trust, my tax rate before I started was at 28%. I get to save that year after year. With what I do with real estate, um, I moved to North Carolina. It's a strange, strange rule here. But what I deal with in uh, real estate are auction houses that go through what's called an upset bid. So we just won kind of a great uh, thing. We just won five uh, custom built houses that they started the foreclosure back in March of 2020. They shut it down because of COVID. We had six days to do it. I called a friend and said, I need $155,000 by tomorrow. He wired me the money. We saved the, we, we, we won the bid. We got a real estate agent uh, to do an open house on those five houses the weekend after Memorial Day. So like the first weekend in June, we're going to we are going to sell all these houses at the end of the month for over four point five million dollars. We're going to pay the bank back three point five million. And then between Don and I, we're going to split the difference. And I'm saving over one hundred and twenty thousand dollars in um, short and short term capital gains on that. Don's saving it, too, because he. He, he invests in the stock market, but he had money to be able to do this. So it's an amazing thing. So break down the, the I'm still not clear on the, the spendthrift trust. Mm-hmm. So who, who is this for? And let's walk through the benefits of what it is. Great idea. With the business spendthrift trust, I, I tell people they should be at least making $70,000 $70, a year, whatever they're dealing with in the 1099 income. Just to give you an idea, if you're at 28%, again, tax rates between 10% to 37%, I don't know what your tax rate is, you'll tell me. But if you're at $70,000 at 28%, you will save $19,600 in your federal, uh, federal income taxes because of the spendthrift trust. Again, you're filing a 1041 tax return, 97% 97% of the people out there are filing 1040 tax returns. So it's a little bit a little bit different tax rules. You're still going to be, take your deductibles, everything else, but you, you're going to save this money year after year after year. Um, for the, for the uh, beneficial trust, I just let people know, like if you're wholesaling a house, j- just to give you an idea, if you wholesale a house for $10,000, $10, you just transferred paper, you're going you're gonna to pay short-term capital gains or save $2,380 on that house at April 15th, 2024. 
I'm helping a gentleman this year, uh, this month. He's wholesaling the first, uh, fix and flipping, his first house, and he's got three more all lined up. He's got a crew. He's going to be making about $50,000 in profit on each house. He's going to save $13,900 in capital gains on those houses uh, you know, over and over again. He's going to pass that down to his uh, uh, family any which way he wants. He's going to avoid probate just like the 97% of the trusts out there, that that's what they're designed for, what Susie Orman talks about on TV. Uh, that's the only thing they're designed is avoid probate. He's going to avoid inheritance tax. He's going to defer capital gains into perpetuity. Only thing that would change is on, if the United States just dissolves. I mean, it's a contract. So if the Senate or uh, if the Congress gets together, I'm Irish, if they change the rule, uh, March 17th, 2025, if you had a, a, a spendthrift trust before that date, you're safe. After that date, there wouldn't be any more spendthrift trusts. They can't break the contract, if that makes sense. Very cool. Well, we're going to go here on our, on our first break, but when we come back, I want to talk a little bit more about like setting up the trust and like who is it for. Uh, one, exactly. one big question that I want you to think about while we're on the break is, you know, that, that I have, and you don't have to answer it right now, but when, so, so to be, to clarify, you have a 1099 or your, your own business owner, are you running all of your payroll or all of your income earnings directly to the trust itself? And then you pay yourself from that trust to you. So therefore, because I understand the method or the terminology of saying, Hey, you know, own nothing, but you know, what did you say? You say, control uh, everything. own nothing, control, control everything. Own nothing and so I know that's like a big term outside out in the market right now uh, exactly. uh, that everyone's talking about. So uh, let's stay tuned after this break. Let's hit on that question and then we'll come back here shortly. And now a word from our sponsors. Navigating the business world can be daunting. Welcome to the Business Leaders Network, a community of like-minded entrepreneurs ready to share invaluable experience. As a BLN member, enjoy dynamic networking opportunities with high-level entrepreneurs, learn cutting-edge strategies from industry experts, and gain a platform to showcase your business. Get started today for only $37, which is less than your daily cup of coffee. Join a community that can transform your business. Visit www.blncommunity.com to get started. Your success is our mission at BLN. Let's navigate the business world together. And now back to the show. All right, Sally, we are back and I want to continue our conversation. And you you hit on a lot of different things when it comes yes. to the trust and how to actually have a tax bracket and be able to save from federal taxes and how to, you know, uh, you know, invest everywhere and own nothing or uh, or how you said it. So no, own everything, but can you know, own nothing, Cont control, control everything. Control everything. Now you got me. Own, own every, own nothing but control everything. Exactly. Right? Yes. Yes. Cool. All right. So we we ended on uh, a couple different notes, but one thing I wanted to get started with uh, for this part of the show is, you know, what are the processes of running all payroll or income through the trust, and how and how would someone actually pay themselves through that? Because I know we talked about like doing owning everything and control or owning nothing, controlling everything, but running all your payroll, your income through that trust. How does someone do that? Correct. We have an entire team behind you. Uh, basically, I have 114, I have more than 114 clients, but majority of my clients have either the business trust or the beneficial trust. So to give you an example, one of my clients sells uh, commercial light fixtures in Chicago. 
So he's making $10,000 a month. So about $120,000 a year. He says that he's at 28% uh, tax rate. With the trust, he's going to save $33,600 each year afterwards. He's going to put everything into it. He's going to put his personal home in there. It's going to pay for the mortgage. It's going to pay for the water bill, the electric bill, the gas bill. He's going to go to the DMV, change his vehicle title from his own name over to the trust name. It's going to pay for his car insurance. It's going to pay for the gas in his car. It's going to pay for everything else. Everything's in the trust. And then if you have employees, um, you know, I don't know if they're 1099 employees or if they're W-2 employees, the trust would start paying them. With the business trust, the business trust will cover everything. With the beneficial trust, there's uh, three caveats you have to be aware of. Um, if you're an investor, I don't care, passive investor, real estate investor, crypto investor, stock market investor, or royalties, and you only have the uh, beneficial trust, it's not going to cover food, fun, and fashion, those three things. So my car, nothing special, a 2015 vehicle I bought new back in 2015 for $27,500. Blue book value now in 2023 says it's less than $10,000. It's ugly. But when I put my car, if I didn't have the business trust, my I could do a demand letter tax-free up to $27,500 to pay for my food, fun, and fashion. But again, you're going to just transfer everything in over. The team's going to work with you to make this trust pay for things and own things that you normally pay for. So my, my trust owns my health insurance. My trust owns my life insurance. My trust owns... Um, you know, my real estate, my trust owns my options trading. I don't do it. A friend of mine does it. But everything goes through either the business trust or the beneficial trust for me. So a few weeks ago at Walmart, the uh, I make more money in the beneficial trust. The red debit card paid for the uh, oil change. The blue debit card, I'm at Wells Fargo. The blue debit card paid for the spinach, the frozen pizza, and the ice cream. And the kid behind the counter start giggling. He's like, oh, it's a matrix, red pill or blue pill. I'm like, yes, that, that's a matrix. But um, you, you, you're going just transition. It's more paperwork than anything else. You're going to transfer over very easily to start working through the trust. It will not hold an LLC. It will not hold an S corp or a C corp. Those are statutory laws and it's different in every state, but it, it will, uh, this trust is on the national level and will save you the taxes, keep your information private, and then most importantly, pay, uh, you'll pay no judgments if you're sued. So I wrote a couple of questions in our chat. And one question I had is like, how does that affect the home loan, especially if you already have a low interest rate? Because you're saying, you mentioned that like, or even your car loan. So like my my home loan, you know, during uh, the COVID, the interest rates were so low. So I have two and a quarter, in, you know, interest right. rate on my, on my home loan. But you're saying that you you transfer it over to the trust. Is that are you creating a new loan so the trust actually no. buys your home, or what is no. that? How does that work? You're gonna keep you're gonna keep the you're gonna keep the loan the way it is. There is a law called the do on clause law that I've never heard someone deal with. So instead of it coming from your let's say Wells Fargo account, you open up an account at another bank. That bank account is going to start paying that loan. You're the one thing about your personal home. You're not going to completely put it into the trust until you decide, hey, I'm going to sell it in 2025. 
because if you want to get a HELOC on the house, if you want to get solar panels, anything else on that, but you will change the water bill, you will change the electric bill, you will change the garbage bill into the trust's name and the new bank account for the trust will be paying for those things. When you decide, hey, I'm gonna sell this house, the only thing you'll have to do at that time is change the deed. Um, most, most places you can do it online, change it from maybe you and your wife or maybe just your name into the trust's name. With a personal house, if you live there for more than two years, you can, uh, if you're married, you can take off $500,000 in capital gains. If you're single, divorced, or widow uh, in your own house, you can take up, up to $250,000 in capital gains. But some of the houses I'm dealing with here in Charlotte, you know, uh, I, I'm a real estate investor. A gentleman bought a four-bedroom, two-bath house back in the 70s for like $32,000. He's going to sell it for over uh, almost $900,000. That $50,000 is, you know, he's going to have to pay capital gains on it. So we got him into the trust before he put it on the market. That makes sense. All right. So go back to what you said about like a HELOC. So if someone, if someone puts a HELOC on it or for another line of credit, you can't do that if the, if the mortgage is inside of the trust. I, you're you're yeah. not changing. You're, 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 you're going to keep the mortgage as is with your name on it, but the trust is going to pay for it. But if you do want to get a HELOC, the house is still in your name and they you won't have a problem with it. Um, maybe you want to get a pool, you know, because some of the, some people don't understand personal homes in the trust. It just makes your life a little bit easier up until the time you decide you're going to sell your house, maybe 10 years from now, maybe five years from now. But again, as long as you're paying your bills, your, your mortgage bill, your water bill, everything else, the bank's never going to do that do one clause law with you. Okay. So you mentioned that you don't want to put the LLC inside of the trust, but you, but you can't, is this a business bank account that you want to go set up? Cause you can't set up a business bank account if you don't have an EIN. So when, when, when you, st when you start the trust, you're going to get uh, a EIN number. If you've ever read the paperwork for the EIN, it's going to be an irrevocable trust. Uh, the team sets this up for you. Uh, at the end of this month, the end of this week, I have three different trusts closing. One gentleman is selling two pizzerias. Another gentleman is selling a car wash. Their business brokers bought these to me. They, they filled out the contract. They got the EIN number. They went to the bank, filled up a, a, a new bank account with you know, the trust name on it. They won't pay for the trust until they get paid for selling the pizzeria. Um, you know, I don't know if it's going to happen June 3rd. You know, it's the day before Thanksgiving. Uh, then I'll get paid. And then the business broker gets $600 referral fee for that. One of my guys uh, who's closing the trust, he's wholesaling, he's fixing, fitting a house, selling at the end of the month. Again, he started it, the trust, but he's not going to pay for it until he gets paid for it on June 30th, then pay for the trust. So, you know, it does have to be paid up front, um, but we can work with people until they get the money to, together for that. Okay. So in the first half of the show, you mentioned something about the tax record of you need to make more, about $70,000. What happened if okay. you're making well over 70K? You're going to save more taxes. So, so my example okay. of the light fixture guy, um, he and I, he saw, he saw one of my videos. I'm on TikTok. I'm on all social medias. My first name and last name. It's nice to have a strange name. He saw one of my videos. He's just like, I'm making about $10,000 a month, $120,000. We talked about his tax rate, things like this. And then he says to me, oh, I don't work very hard. I only work three days a week because I pay too much in taxes. Because now that I don't have to worry about paying taxes, he's going to work even harder to make more money. He's 
in his uh, late 50s, early 60s, he wants to make as much money as possible. The money's going to go through his 1099 income. He's got to change that payroll through his company, which was no problem. And he's going to start saving more, more than the, you know, the flat rate. Because just to give you an idea, when I did $120,000 at 28%, every year he's paying about $33,600. That's before his deductions and things like that on a 1041 tax return. This is just straight uh, the 28% is what I'm, I'm quoting you right now. That's awesome. Cool. Well, we're getting ready to go on our second break, but when we come okay. back, I want to talk about the step-by-step -step process of Correct. how you walk someone through the of, of opening up the trust and kind of getting started your role in the whole process and then just kind of uh, taking through uh, what that looks like. So stay tuned, everyone. We will back, be back here shortly. And now a word from our sponsors. Stuck in growth and need more time to serve your clients? Let JR Spear and his Creed Consulting team help. We offer a full done-for-you service, strategizing and building your program to scale fast. From video shoots to web design and automation, we've got you covered. Our expertise gives you more time to deliver the quality your clients deserve. Ready to build faster and serve better? Call us today at 314-221-9216 and let's kickstart your coaching program and build a quality of product your clients deserve. And now back to the show. All right, Sally, we are back. And I want to be able to go over a little bit about this whole thing about the trust that we've been talking about for this entire hour. And let's walk through this step-by-step -step process of what someone needs to do to be able to do this. And, and I want to kind of recap just in case someone missed the first half of the show. I want to encourage them to go back and listen to it because you give a lot of really good information. But the whole idea is to making sure that you guys uh, you know, own nothing, but control everything inside of your business. And that means everything from your home to your utilities, to your car, to everything business related to help you guys with savings on the federal taxes. So, you know, one thing I want you to, to kind of break down for us is what does that look like from a step-by-step -step process? We already talked about the benefits and why they need to do it, but how does someone get started in doing something like this? Very easily. Um, uh, my website, you can go out. I do have an 18-minute uh, education because so few people know about the Spendthrift Trust. There is an application. Uh, you're going to fill it out. Probably the hardest step for people is uh, it's irrevocable, complex, discretionary, non-grantor. The non-grantor is going to be someone who's not going to be a beneficiary. It's not going to be somebody who you invest with because they know too much information about you. But it's someone you're going to need their social security no number, and they're going to sign up for the trust and then sign away for the trust. Um, literally, it takes like five minutes to do it. I used a, a family friend, Roy. I started both trusts at the same time. Uh, I took him to lunch to sign the paperwork. He had 17 signatures. Only problem, Roy had arthritis of his hand. It was painful. <laughs> if you can't find someone to do this, I can do it for you or a representative from a law firm free of charge. It's not hard at all, but people... It's the biggest um, speed bump people deal with. Again, you know, um, with my the gentleman who's selling uh, uh, commercial lighting, he had to wait until the uh, next month when he got paid to start the trust. Uh, he had all the paperwork taken care of, had the bank account opened, and then he changed his bank account. With Once you start the trust, you've got the team behind you, but there are going to be three exhibits, exhibit A, exhibit B, and exhibit C. So exhibit A is going to be whatever you're putting in there. Let's say it's your 1099 income, or let's say one of my clients has a, 
It's called the Burr Strategy. He has 85 homes in Texas where he's paying too much in interest income. We saved him $135,000 in 2022 on interest income. His, his CPA had no idea how to do it. He had to list all 85 houses, uh, you know, the address, and then on the second sheet, what he paid for the houses. Uh, that's exhibit A. Exhibit B is going to be your vehicles, your snowmobile, maybe your boat. We'll need the year, make, and model, the vehicle identification number. And then exhibit C is going to be everything else, your furniture, your clothes, things like that. Um, I work with my clients. Usually within two months, they understand what's happening. But we're going to work to get you to transition everything into the trust. It's, it, I'll be honest, there's some paperwork, you know, contacting the water department saying, I need to change the number here. You know, it's going to come from this bank account, things like that. But the team is there to answer your questions and work with you. And you, from my website, I have another private website that I put my clients in and I have VAs who follow up with them saying, hey, we need exhibit B to be filled out. Is this all you have? What other vehicles do you, ha do you have like that? One of my one of my um, uh, affiliate marketers who's up in near Binghamton, New York, he had five snowmobiles, and his son has one of them, and he couldn't get the vehicle identification number. So we had to you know keep keep harassing. Finally, I called the son to get you know finish the paperwork, but um, it's not hard. I mean, to save so much money in, in uh, federal taxes, you know, one thing you haven't asked, Jr. The first page of the uh, IRS tax code, it started in 1913 when we were in World War I. The first page of the IRS tax code said it's up to each individual to uh, save as much taxes as possible. So this is legal. And, you know, you're working with high network individuals. What if they could save even more money? They could donate to charity. They could start a, a nonprofit. They could do there's so many other things they can do. I, here in North Carolina, all our roads have potholes in them. They're not fixing them. My car, the alignment had to get fixed twice in the last six weeks. So I, I, I prefer to save my money and spend it the way I want to. So how does does it, since the trust will be owning the uh, all these different items, does it have a uh, any benefit to the personal property? Correct. So the personal property, uh, I hope this doesn't happen to you. But somebody in my neighborhood has a beautiful old oak tree. His 11-year-old son and three friends were climbing the oak tree. Someone fell out of the tree, broke their leg. You know, that's liability. The, you know, the, tr the trust is paying your homeowner's insurance. The trust is paying your liability insurance, everything else. So the homeowner paid for the child, the 11-year-old kid, neighbor kid, to get his uh, leg fixed and everything else. But the family who turned around, you know, could cut, turn around and sue the homeowner because they were up in the, in the oak tree fooling around. If he's in the, if he's in the trust, they would never be able to claim any uh, judgments against him. Um, you know, it, it depends what's happening because you don't know, you know, it, it, you, you were talking earlier before JR, we, uh, when we started, you were thinking about getting into real estate. I mean, real estate, they say one in three people are going to be sued. If you drive down the strip in Las Vegas, 80% of all those billboards talk about how to sue people or sue this or sue that or sue, you know, we're in a litigious society. Being a, being a real estate investor, they say it's one in two people will be sued in the next five years because they're not gonna go after the renter, they're gonna go after the person who owns the, the rental, if that makes sense. What about the personal property tax? Does that, are you still liable for you're the personal property tax? Correct, you're still gonna pay that. 
if you get everything into the trust. So I moved here to North Carolina in March of 2022. Everything I do is in my trust. I did not file 2022 taxes in North Carolina. Some states, it doesn't matter. Like I have a lot of clients in Florida, they don't pay state tax. But my clients in New York, Illinois, and California, they're getting as much as they can get in there as fast as they can because they're going to avoid the state taxes too. I don't really address that because each state has different taxes, but you're still going to pay property tax. You're still going to pay gas tax. You're still going to pay food tax. I mean, you're not 100% tax-free. You're just saving very specific taxes. Okay. There has to be a cost to set all this up. What does that look like? Either the business trust for 1099 income earners or the beneficial trust for uh, investors. One trust is $20,500 one-time payment. Uh, personally, I shut down uh, six LLCs that I had in Phoenix for my for my uh, notes that I was doing. That saved me $300 a year to file K-1s. I don't know if you deal with anything with uh, LLC or anything like that. So my taxes for 2021 and 2022 were cheaper than what I was doing before I had the trust. Uh, if you decide you want both the business trust and the beneficial trust, now, six months from now, three years from now, the discount would be $37,000 for both trusts. Again, you're setting up your family to go from generation to generation to generation, changing your your lives for only for the better. Okay, so... Maybe you mentioned this before, but I, I, I think I kind of uh, probably overlooked it. What's the difference between the business and the beneficiary trust? Mm-hmm. The business trust, 1099 income. So if you're doing a side hustle, if you're doing affiliate marketing, if you're um, what, one of my clients. So if, you're not, uh, if you're an entrepreneur, if you just own a business. Correct. But it has to be 1099 income. Some entrepreneurs have W-2 income. We can't touch that. That, that, that. You have to deal with that. The uh, beneficial trust for investors, you're going to save the five different taxes, uh, the capital gains, interest income, dividend income, rental income, and royalties with the uh, beneficial trust. Again, most of my, most of my uh, clients are one or the other. Uh, it's interesting. I have several clients who have the business trust who are saving so much in taxes are now getting into real estate. And now that maybe the real estate, uh, the, the, uh, the beneficial trust for the real estate. Oh, very cool. Well, definitely makes a lot of sense. I know, I know for me, like uh, I have, I, I own multiple different businesses, but for my main business, my consulting business, I'm a W-2 employee of the S-2 or of my my business itself. So that wouldn't qualify for the business trust. So I'd have to do more of the beneficiary for that one. Actually, yeah. it's going to be your decision. I'm not going to tell you what to do, but if if you were thinking about doing this, JR, I would change how you're being paid. You know, what, what do you have, a, a C-Corp or an S-Corp? S-Corp. S-Corp. If you're, I don't know if you have any business credit on it. That's the only reason I would say to keep it open. I would change it over to uh, uh, being, a, uh, being a consultant. That's going to be 1099 income being paid to the, uh, the, the business trust. And then you will be able to draw money. You know, let, Let's say you want to take your family to Disney World. Take $4,000 out and go to Disney World and have fun. Not saying you should do this, but if you decide, hey, um, on your anniversary, you know, if you only have the beneficial trust, you don't discuss business, you'd have to do food, fun, and fashion. But if you do on your anniversary talk about it and you only have the beneficial trust, you can write that uh, that anniversary dinner off. But yeah, it, 
we have when you do start the trust, either the beneficial trust or the business trust, we have a, a retainer of with a CPA who understands the trust. So you can ask them questions. You know, it's June right now. You won't be filing your taxes earliest would be April 15th, 2024, or some people don't file them until October of 2024. So you 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 have you'll ha- be able to talk to a CPA and say, how can I set this up correctly? And they'll walk you through it and help you make sure you, you do everything correctly. Very cool. Well, we're getting ready to go on our last break. And when we come back, I want to hit on two things because we only have about 10 minutes when we come back. And one is sharing one of your your one or two of your biggest success stories of some of your clients. I know we talked a lot about a couple of them, but share really diving deep on some of that. And also how to get in touch with you so that way if someone, if this resonates with someone, how uh, how can they get in touch with you to get started and be able to move forward with setting up this trust? So stay tuned. Sounds we'll great. come back here in a few minutes. And now a word from our sponsors. Ready to elevate your coaching business and make a profound impact? Discover your roadmap in J.R. Spears' book, The Success Guide to Building Your Coaching Empire. Immerse in wisdom earned through years of successful coaching, presenting a strategic battle plan to navigate challenges and seize opportunities. Don't just survive, but thrive in your industry. Get your copy at www.jrspear.com today. Let this guide be your companion in your journey to a powerful coaching empire. Transform your business and make a bigger impact now. And now back to the show. Welcome back, everyone. My name is JR, and I'm your host on the Business Leaders Network. And today we have Sally Gimmon on our show as we're talking about how to save on federal taxes using tr- on spend thrift trust. And so, Sally, before we, uh, you know, the first part of the show, we talked a lot about the difference between the beneficiary trust and a business trust, the benefits of why someone uh, should be wanting to participate in some of that. And so I wanted you to share a little bit about one or two of, of one of your client's success stories. And then we'll kind of end with uh, talking about how someone can get in touch with you so they can get started if this is something that they want to move forward with. Okay, excellent. One, one of my clients, um, he's up in Bingham, New York, a very successful uh, weight loss supplement person making quite a bit of money. He he's making about forty thousand dollars a month. I wish I was doing that, but hey, you know, average American makes about fifty-two thousand dollars a year. So he he saw one of my videos. He contacted me with the trust. He's, he says he's at thirty-seven percent again between ten percent to thirty-seven uh, percent, seven different layers. So with the trust, he's going to save over one hundred and seventy-seven thousand six hundred dollars a year with the trust, doing what he's doing with his uh, affiliate marketing. He's also referring it to people. He's got a huge downline in six different countries. Unfortunately, uh, the trust will only work with people, uh, Americans or foreign nationals who have property in the United States. So like his, some of his affiliates who are in the UK, they're doing affiliate marketing in the UK. I can't help them. There is a trust in the UK. They have to find it themselves. But because he's saving so much money, he's one of my investors who we're, we're, I, I do upset bids here in North Carolina. So it, uh, he was able to take some of the money. I, I had an upset bid. Uh, we won it. It's a three-bedroom, one-bath house on 16 acres. He, they came down here. He and his wife came down from New York. They went to the uh, Anson County um, uh, cor- uh, the Anson County Planners Division. They were allowed to split the 16 acres into half-acre plots, and they're going to put two duplexes, uh, handicap-eligible duplexes, on each lot and then rent them out and make even more money. So he's going from being a, 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 an affiliate marketer, still doing that, 
but he's also going to be, become a real estate investor. Another client, I, I was telling you about this earlier, uh, here in North Carolina, they have not done any foreclosures in three and a half years because of COVID, but they have what's called upset bids and it started before, uh, it stopped in April of 2020. So there were four days on the one upset bid. I happened to be at the courthouse looking at paperwork and I called one of my friends who has a trust because of dividend income. His dad left him this fantastic thing. A um, hundred 100 shares of the top 100 dividend companies. He died in 2021. Don was making $60,000 every quarter. So we're going to save him over $166,000 in dividend income. I called him and said, I need $157,000 wired to me tomorrow to stop that foreclosure, the, the, do an upset bid on these five um, multi-million dollar houses. The, the, I, I drive past them every day. We stopped the auction. We won the bid. Or we stopped, we won the upset bid the weekend after Memorial Day. We got a real estate agent, did open houses. We're going to pay the, uh, we're going to get paid June 30th. You have to pay the bank back three and a half million dollars. Between Don and I, we're going to split $1.6 million in profits. He has his trust. I have my trust. I'm going to save, and so is Don, over six figures in capital gains just doing that one deal. Um, I've got several of my clients who are doing upset bids with me, you know, putting up the money and then we're, we're wholesaling the houses. Um, another client, who else can I tell you about? Uh, true story, a son, a 28-year-old son saw one of my TikTok videos. His dad was selling a restaurant in Paducah, uh, Kentucky. Dad's 69, mom's 68. They're going to sell the restaurant uh, for $3 million. We, we, I had a Zoom. The dad had never been on Zoom before. We got him on Zoom. We discussed it. We got his business broker to change the letter of intent in the bank. They're saving at 15%, $460,000. At 20%, he's going to save $600,000 in capital gains. His wife knew about the trust, but didn't know how much. She called me in happy tears saying that changes our retirement. You know, they're, they're retiring to Florida. Um, you know, it's going to change everything. I, I don't wish them ill will, but what if one of them has a stroke? What if one of them has a heart attack? They now have money to make sure they're taken care of. They're going to leave that money to, to their children and grandchildren all back in Kentucky too. So I'm, I'm just helping. I, I, lo I love that phone call. She called me in happy tears. Their kids are not allowed to bring their cell phones to the table. Now they can because the son saw the video. Yeah, that's a, those are some powerful stories. And well, you got about three minutes left of the show. And uh, I want you to have an opportunity to be able to share, like, how can someone get in touch with you to be able to learn, learn more about how to move forward and set up their trust? Excellent. Thank you, JR. My website, thetrustisyou.com. I have an 18 minute video uh, that goes over the trust. Then you can set an appointment every Monday night, 8 p.m. East Coast time. I do a live Q&A. Uh, that's tonight, 8, uh, 8 o'clock. Uh, the trust is you slash Q Queen November Alpha Q and A. You can register there, and I have a podcast uh, called Stop Paying Capital Gains Now. Um, Twenty five episodes, not very big, but at least it's there uh, teaching people. Because Michael, people, everyday people should know this. I mean, the ultra rich know it. If I know it, y'all should know it too. You know, maybe it's not for you today, but at least you have a, a, an idea of where you can be in the future. Yeah, you know, I uh, I, I was listening to a podcast you over the last week, and you know, uh, without getting political or, or even religious for anyone that's listening here, but you know, there's some something that really struck me because we are going through different times and things are going to be changing, and there's 
you know, there's going to be some different political stuff that's going to be going on. That's going to be changing the, the entire economy as a whole. But it goes back to, you know, understanding biblical wealth and what that is. And one of them is real estate and making sure you have control over what you got. And I think this falls right into everything that we are called to supposed to be able to do and be able to manage our money well and be able to take care of our family for generations to come. So I think it's a really exactly. cool and really powerful thing. And I, I think it's kind of a coincidence that I'm, I'm listening to you here talk about this now because I'm kind of in a, in a phase where I was like, okay, I want to do real estate, trying to figure out how to set all this up, trying to you know know my route and what I want to do and just, you know, just mapping out my next steps for me personally. And so I didn't know what to expect on the show, but you definitely gave a ton <laughs> of wealth of knowledge on this. So I think it's really cool. And then we are going to be dropping your link. So if you can put it down into the chat, so that way uh, the producers of our show can put it in the show notes as well. But a link to the chat of what uh, how someone can get in touch with you, because I think it's a powerful thing that you do. All right, guys. So if you guys are listening to the show and you heard, uh, you listened to Sally talk about, you know, set the spendthrift trust and how you can save on federal taxes and the LLC, I want to encourage you guys to go back and listen to the replay if you have not been able to do so. But for all of you guys live out there, thank you so much for supporting my show every single week and listening to all the knowledge and, uh, and that we are able to deliver to you guys so that way we can hopefully make an impact to help you guys grow, think differently. And uh, if you have not heard, I want to invite you to our next live event, which is going to be in Orlando, Florida, this November 1st through 4th, where we are going to be give, have about seven or eight speakers giving you guys strategic battle plans. This is not an event where we're going to have a bunch of speakers just get up and talk at you and give you a hoorah, inspiration, motivation, but actually give you guys strategy. So go to blnlive.com, blnlive.com, grab your ticket, shoot me a DM if you guys have any questions. Thank you for listening to The Daily Creed. We hope you enjoyed. For more, connect with us at www.blncommunity.com. That's www.blncommunity.com. We'll see you here next time.